0: Alright, welcome everyone to He's Done It, a mostly sports podcast. I'm Korn and I'm joined this week as always by my co-host Brian Wells, along with not one but two special guest hosts, Kenny Cashman from C-Team Show and Benjamin Carlson from Affable Chat. We got all four of us together to kick off a new season of He's Done It, season five, something that I've been wanting to do for a while and it was great to get all of us together. A lot of fun conversation covering a variety of topics, sports and otherwise. A lot of NFL talk in this one to get things going and then the conversation you just want a variety of places from there. So definitely one of the more fun episodes we've done and we hope that this is a great way to start the new season and get you ready for more content from He's Done It. So with that, let's get started. Would you guys rather be called Ben and Ken or Kenny and Benny? Uh,
1: I have no preference. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll i go with Benny. Um, too many what about be Benjamin <laughs> and Kenjamin? Kenjamin's fine. Ooh. I really I get called a lot of things. I don't really mind. Yeah, yeah that would, that would definitely ben be formal,
2: formal to go with Kenjamin. I'll take Benny over Ben. I feel like Ben's overused. Everybody assumes I want to go by Ben, so I'll take Benny.
0: Yeah, well, I know that you went on Kenny's podcast recently, right. and he recorded the whole thing. I was like, wait, he doesn't like going by Ben ever. Yeah,
1: after the entire thing, I'm not a huge <laughs> stickler about
0: it. Though, but yeah, we, it we hashed
1: it out in my Twitch chat one day after the fact. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was,
1: it was, it was, it was it,
2: We didn't even have beef. It was just a, a light understand, a uh, misunderstanding.
0: Well, anyway, if you can't tell by now, we have two of our favorite recurring guests on at the same time: Benjamin Carlson from Affable Chat kenny cashman from c team show you also probably know them from their twitch streams we've talked about affable chat for ben kenny has his grobo streams you guys can throw out any other plugs we have brian wells here as well it's not just the, the hello <laughs> hey
3: brian
1: i also um, have a pizza instagram it's at kenny pizza man i post all my pizzas I don't know if we're doing plugs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, the Affable Chat brand has a TikTok as well, where we have still just one viral TikTok that I made like two years ago. So check it out.
0: (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I mean, you guys make a ton of great content. I I love listening to Affable Chat off script episodes where you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to talk about something. And it kind of just goes in... Various directions, which is literally every single episode of C Team show, where it's like there's a topic for the episode that's like barely even talked about. So like Ben went on C Team show recently. I think facial hair was the main topic, and yeah, like, that was yes. five of the forty-five minutes. Were the actually quote spent.
4: main topic, yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, I've actually was, been wanting. Oh, go ahead. Brian. I was
4: going to shave my week-long beard, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep it for you guys. Oh yeah, there's something there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. you're looking grizzly.
3: That's a
0: right week now, for Brian. you. I thought you actually knew how to grow out facial hair.
4: And Matt, he knew
3: how to grow <laughs> no. a
0: facial hair he must
2: have forgotten <laughs> i mean look who's talking the i know Jeez. no i <laughs> thought that
0: i'm saying like i i can't do that like right this, but the implication I, I here is thing.
2: that you have to learn how to ah yes like let me learn the technique i never learned how to do it growing a beard and yeah. uh and focusing on it and then you could potentially get out of practice and get worse at growing a beard
1: reminds me i have very bad eyesight and uh in middle or high school one time Corey said to me kenny you're smart learn to see and i was like oh thanks cory thanks i never thought of that wow.
0: <laughs> i remember that now that you say it uh anyway what were we talking about oh yeah so anyway i've been wanting to do this episode for a long time now i think it first came in my head on a flight from North Carolina to New Hampshire going back home for Thanksgiving and I was listening to an episode of Affable Chat and I was like we had just had Kenny on He's Done It the week before so I was like wait what if I do an episode of He's Done It with both Kenny and Ben on it and you know this was three months ago now so I've been thinking of different ways of how we would do this. One suggestion that um, we talked about last time Kenny was on He's Done It a month ago was just doing an episode that's only a top five, which was kind of like, well, we just spent an hour talking about Pixar with the three of us. You throw a fourth person on, we could have like an hour and a half conversation. Brian wasn't a huge fan of that idea. I didn't really know what we would do anyway. So instead, I'm like, okay, how about we just record an episode of Affable Chat off script of the C-Team show and just put it on my SoundCloud and go from there. I was like, that's a fun way to kick off season five. So... Which is, that's what this is. is the first episode of Season 5. The first time we had Kenny on was the first episode of Season 4, where Kenny, Brian, and I did Tales of Nashua. Uh, I actually listened to that earlier today to kind of somewhat prepare for this, just because um it's somewhat of an organic conversation that we're going for you guys don't know any of the topics that I have planned and I'm totally fine with you coming up with your own stuff just the way the conversation goes uh I think there are times where Brian and I maybe take ourselves a little too seriously with the sports stuff so I've liked the idea of this being more of a casual thing rather than like uh, all right give your opinion on all this stuff so
4: yeah I obviously try to take the sports stuff as seriously as possible so this is a cool change of pace.
2: Well, I think that you guys have good journalistic integrity for the most part when it comes to sports. One of the things I like to do it is definitely like self-centered or or like vain but i like to go back to old episodes that i'm on and listen (laughs) to my takes in and see how they hold up long term where you know there's old episodes of he's done it where i'm hating on josh allen and i'm like he'll never be a good quarterback you know and then uh that doesn't look so great now but it's interesting to just get those takes and uh, I think you two are very well researched. So when you guys have your opinions like that, you usually have a reason to, and um, it's interesting to see how that plays out long-term. Like you're on the record, I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I think, oh, I was just say, we have a lot of terrible takes on the show. So, you know, don't feel <laughs> bad about that. It's the nature Doc
2: of Allen. sports though. And I think, I think the difference between you guys and like a Stephen A. Smith or like a Max Kellerman or insert, you know, Mainstream. Skip
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah, Colin Coward. Yeah. The
2: difference is you guys are saying what you actually believe, as opposed to people who are like, you know, I would actually make the case for Tom Brady being the worst quarterback of all time. If you look at his <laughs> if you look at his stats from this perspective, it's true that he's actually the worst player. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't need to have some sensationalized headline to get me interested in sports. I already care. So just tell me what you actually think.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like when I do my podcast, I there's no research. Uh, usually it's, it's similar to this Corey, where either one person knows the topic because they decided to pick or we'll just hit record and someone will say a word and then we go. And it's, it's a very different experience coming on here. And, uh, typically not today, but typically I'll be doing research ahead of time. Whereas for my podcast, just like, just be in the, in the meeting, in the meeting room, uh, <laughs> when we hit record and just start talking, we'll figure it out as we go.
0: Yeah. And I, I, that's an approach I've wanted to do for a while. I think it's a fun way to go about it. Um, you know, I, I, I think I appreciate when there's a lot of research that goes into this and we have really well-informed stuff. And hopefully we can do that. I think like most of the stuff I have prepared, I feel confident that at least one of you can have a conversation with me, ideally all three. Um, and I guess while we're on the topic of Journalism and sports and our credentials, you know, as I think everyone's really excited about the NFL offseason free agency trades quarterback rumors, you know, what's going to happen. But I'm also really interested as a fellow member of the sports media in what's going to happen with the broadcast teams because you had Troy Aikman leaving Fox to go to ESPN to be the Monday Night Football guy Uh, apparently well I don't know if that's official but apparently he's getting like a Tony Romo like contract which side note uh, Brian might be the only one who gets this conversation but Tony Romo is 18 million dollar a year contract it might be like the Chris Davis of broadcast contracts at this point (laughs) how poorly it's kind (laughs) of Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely like I don't know how do you guys so you're saying Roma it's a sick? big swing and a miss is like, what you're saying. He was great when he first went on in like 2017 and 2018. I think a lot of people are getting sick of him pretty quickly. Oh really? yeah, I,
1: I'm in the same I'm in the same exact camp. No, with, I agree. Uh, like when he when he first came on, like everyone was talking about how he would he would say stuff and then like it would happen. He would he would call stuff out so like ahead of time so often. And now he just annoys me. And I think he always annoyed me, but it was like, I could look past it and be like, yeah, I don't like him. I am a little annoyed that I'm listening to him, but you know, he's good at what he's doing. And now he's just annoying to me. I think it was just refreshing that
4: we didn't have to listen to Phil Sims anymore. Well, yes. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But the combination of that and also how he could predict plays before they even happened. Yeah. Like the first couple seasons he was in the booth, it was refreshing to listen to him. But now I'm just annoyed by him. So okay, so I'm hearing this annoyed by, but what exactly? Give me some
2: evidence of him being annoying because I, I do think it's cool for him to be some sort of play Nostradamus and be able to predict what's about to happen. But I'm not going to require my commentators to be able to tell the future. Like, what what is the what is the issue with Tony Romo uh, lately that he's has made it so annoying?
4: There are times where Nance he'll ask him a serious question and he won't really give you a full answer. He, he used to be able to. I feel like the first couple of seasons I feel like I could learn something from Romo talking about certain plays or certain parts of the game, but now he he's not as detailed and he's not as prepared. He feels like he's just saying things just to say things and and I I feel like that contract that he got for nearly twenty million a year to work for CBS along with Nance, I feel like he's cashed in where all right, like he got his big paycheck now, he's not gonna be a, work as hard or be as prepared
0: he also yeah, makes yeah. a lot of noises he makes a lot of noise, noise yeah, yeah, the like, hey, like hey,
4: I, I don't
1: know jim <laughs> like, during replays yeah. be like uh, i don't <laughs> know jim <laughs> yeah. what do you think <laughs> i also think yeah. i think for me like my default is to be annoyed by tony romo so it's like that's just a bias really but
0: like is I that like a cowboys quarterback thing
1: yeah i think so which is like i don't like the cowboys but it's not like they're like one of my most hated teams but it's just I, yeah i don't know I'm not a fan of, of them in general and just him being kind of the face of the Cowboys for so long, you know, when we were growing up, it's like, Oh, Tony Romo's commentating. I don't like that. And then when he was doing a good job, I was like, <laughs> all right, fine. And now that he's, you know, not doing what he once did, I said, I'm like, yeah, other people are annoyed. Yeah. He's annoying. Yeah. I kind of just jump on <laughs> yeah. it. I think. Yeah. And I, he, I, I would love definitely... to see
2: a, he's done it commentator tier list because I'm just wondering <laughs> well, where Brian he and falls I have done that in, in... the past.
0: Really? Yeah, well we've done it with um play by play guys. We haven't necessarily done it with the color commentators. Uh huh. But that actually that could be a good idea. Uh, I would love I to see
2: have... that. Well, I just wonder where he lands in the uh, you know, landscape of the whole oh wait, timeout. We're, we're getting it, a, a timeout time called.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: There's something wrong with my audio.
0: Uh oh.
4: Hold on.
2: Timeout on the play. <laughs> You got two left, Brian. Right. So it's pretty so strong it to be using your timeouts.
1: Well, at least it happened during the football segment though. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if we were talking about golf, this would have been like wildly confusing. The
1: timeout.
4: And that's another thing, the the color was different than it usually was. It's like is it my is it even recording yeah. me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so okay. but now we now it's good. a different color and it's it's everything how it looks as usual.
2: And I remember what we were talking about. We were talking about you guys making a tier list for uh, commentators. And for me, it's not about really, unless somebody is doing something terrible, most commentators to me are kind of the same. You know, I, I, for the most part, are looking for them to clarify on really obscure stuff that, like, rules I don't know about. Like, if somebody's going for a two point conversion and then it gets intercepted and then somebody fumbles it and then somebody i don't know like if there's like a weird uh, it's not a good example but if there's like a weird situation where i don't even know the rules of football i'm looking for them to come through otherwise i pretty much know what's going on and i just don't need them to be stupid jason witten stands out to me as what a <laughs> terrible <laughs> commentator can be yes. and beyond that like y- uh, you can get mad about what's his name saying now here's a guy too much colin okay Coward, okay yeah. can we yeah, uh, yeah. C- c- not colin cowherd yeah. um, what's his name chris
1: colinsworth chris Collinsworth. yeah chris yeah, Collinsworth. yeah, yeah. I just want to while we're here while we're all here the the whole like here's a guy is is a huge meme it's like you know everyone's talking about that whatever but I have noticed other people in sports do that a lot too Corey and Brian you do that on your podcast not not necessarily like here's a guy but like the 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 specific you won't be like oh you know this team is good you'll be like this is a team that is good. And like, mm-hmm. and, and you guys, you, like, it's it's not just you guys, but it's a lot of people in sports. And I don't know if that comes from Collinsworth or or what, but that's like a thing. Yeah, yeah I, totally. I, I don't
0: know. I don't. I've never understood the hatred for Chris Collinsworth. Oh, I, I really hate it. Don't get, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I know, and I I don't I don't get it. Like, I think a lot of people. So like, Brian is very anti Joe Buck, and or at least was. I think he's growing on him. I think I've a lot of people. But I
4: used to be super yeah. anti and I, I think he comes of, off as really bland but I've grown on him more now than I used to
0: he also gets blamed and accused of hating every team like everyone right. says oh <laughs> yeah. Joe Buck hates this team which I, I think it's just he doesn't show positive bias so everything is just perceived as negative uh, but I guess yeah going back to Troy Aikman he's been teamed up with Joe Buck for a long time there is a lot of rumors about him going to Amazon pairing with Al Michaels which by the way one of my preseason hot takes was uh Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels would both be retiring after the Super Bowl. Doesn't sound like that one's coming true, but they, at least they're they're no longer gonna be teamed up together in NBC. Michaels' contract is up. He's going somewhere potentially with Troy Aikman to ESPN, Monday Night Football. I guess what are your thoughts on, on Aikman, I guess? Like are you excited about him? Because the Monday Night Football booth has been it's been pretty rough ever since John Gruden stopped sending you know, racial slurs and sexist stuff to his colleagues to become head coach of the open. It is
2: disappointing. He used to be a great commentator on Monday Night Football, but it's sad to find out that during the games, he was sending racist emails and text messages. Um, That's really frustrating that he was doing that even while he was speaking about completely (laughs) different subjects. Um, And I I agree, Monday Night Football has
1: not been as good since he left. I am just waiting. I just want them to implement a feature where I can turn off the commentators. I don't need to hear them. Yeah, I just, absolutely. I want, I still want to hear the sounds of the game. I want to hear the crowd and everything. So I don't want to just put it on mute. But I like, I don't need them talking to me. So I like Aikman,
4: but I, I think him being on Monday Night is kind of weird for me because Monday Night Football it's kind of a casual game for me where I, I'll have it on in the background. I'm not as focused in as. Sunday games, Sunday afternoon games, Sunday night games, but so so Aikman, the combination of Aikman being as serious of a commentator as he is, being on the Monday night uh, game where we've had some it's an upgrade, don't get me wrong, it's an upgrade over for sure Jason Witten, no doubt about it, and Bogey McFarlane. Booger McFarland, oh my God. So Ben really did not like Jason. I did not like Booger McFarland. He's the one who drove me nuts of, out of anybody. America, this is the best running back in the whole league. America, America, this is the best so-and-so. Enough with the America, Booger. Uh, so he's the one who drove me nuts the most. And then the one they have right now is Steve Levy. Uh, is it Brian Greasy? Yeah, Brian Greasy and, and, and Louis Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, those uh-huh. guys are fine. And then the Manning cast, I really liked it at first, but now I think it's kind of a joke but and then i think they do i don't know it just it was cool at first it was a cool it was cool at first i enjoyed it at first but now i don't know i I feel like peyton carries eli most of the time i feel like eli doesn't even want to be there
0: yeah i think that's also just eli's personality I mean, you see, in like all or the the of. memes, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> just like open face, uh, you know, looking like an idiot on the sideline. I think the Manning cast makes this even more interesting that ESPN is shelling out all this money, reportedly, to Troy Aikman when they have half of their viewers, or you know, what a, a sub number of their viewers, just watching Peyton and Eli broadcast instead. So I and that I think they're signed through twenty twenty four. So. Do they that's broadcast uh,
2: every
4: Monday Night Football game?
0: Not every Monday Night Football. They did about... I think they get 10 they games They did about a year. half
4: of them, maybe a little bit more than half. Yeah. But yeah, they, they took some breaks.
0: hmm So, I think that's, like, an interesting wrinkle. But I, I do get it, where, like, Monday Night Football is... It, it's not, like, a big show like it used to be. So, the, I, maybe the idea, if Al Michaels and Troy Aikman are doing the games on ABC, then it'll be much bigger than it, it has been. But... I'm uh yeah it's I just don't know. I
4: like I like both those guys so because of that I like it when they're broadcasting the biggest games of the week mm-hmm. like like the, the game of the week uh like the four thirty slate on Fox yeah, America's or game of the week America's game of the week and then you have the Sunday night game on NBC of course without Michaels
2: you guys seem and to so understand ha- those things a lot better than me is America's game of the week somehow like. Uh, there's, they do some sort of calculus, and they're like, "This is mathematically America's game of the week." Or do they just pick a four thirty game and say,
0: eh, "It's yeah. America's yeah, put, game?" That's of the what week. Fox does. Every well, no, every four twenty five game on Fox is America's game of the week, even when it's like you know Packers Bucks is like the big game. They'll still say Cardinals Seahawks is America's game of the week or whatever. Like it, right, it doesn't right. matter if they're in that time slot. Okay, and what they started to do for those four twenty five games is they would. Lower the scoreboard graphic so that way people watching on Red Zone they'd be able to see the score, but they wouldn't be able to see the details in terms of like the time in the game because they want people watching the Fox broadcast. They want to get the money. They want the viewers. They don't want people watching Red Zone. But I think most people just overlooked it. Yeah, um, well, the, the price.
2: Yeah, the price of not watching Red Zone is so astronomically high in the sense that you have to watch ads. Imagine getting a like seven hours of no ads versus. An ad every five minutes, just so that you can get little extra graphics. No way, there's no decision at all. I'm taking red zone every time. But but backing up a little bit, what is you guys' favorite time of the week to watch football? Like, is it Monday night? Is it Thursday night? Because it sounds like you guys have a tangible feel. No, it's definitely Sunday afternoon. On it's what definitely Sunday afternoon. For yeah, me. really. Yeah, so that you like that? Yeah. That's even better than Sunday night football for you.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I I. Like I I love football. I talk about it, you know, every week, every other week with Brian. If I don't really care about the primetime game, I'm not going to stay up just to watch it. Sometimes I do anyway, but yeah, I mean, if it's a game that I don't care about, I'm going to go to bed. I don't want to stay up until midnight on a Sunday, be up early for work on Monday just to watch two teams that I don't I don't even like from a fantasy perspective. I'll just see what happened the next morning. So yeah, Sunday afternoon I'm, is definitely my favorite time to watch football. I'm,
4: I'm probably a, a little bit more invested than in, in, than Corey in the Sunday, Monday, and Thursday night games, but I'm I'm kind of in the same boat where I care way more about the Sunday afternoon, one o'clock and four thirty slate games. While the other the other slates, it's there'll be a lot of times where I will watch to the end, but there'll be times where it's like if I don't really care, then yeah, maybe I'll I'll you know go to bed at halftime or. Or watch a movie or something.
1: Yeah, I do like the night games because they don't like the. If I don't care about the afternoon games, the night like a night game doesn't get in the way of the day. If it's like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. watch one game today, and it's the night game, it's like, okay, well, I have the whole day. And because I go to a lot of the Patriots games, I miss like when they're at one o'clock. I miss at least half of the late afternoon games, but the night games typically I get to see them. Um, but it's also like. I usually just during football season, Sunday, the whole day for me is football. Like if it's, if there's not mm-hmm. a Patriots game, then I watch one of each. Uh, I usually do just do one, like one game at one, one game at four. And then the night game, I don't, I don't do red zone. Typically. Um, I I just love seeing those ads. I love seeing AT&T <laughs> commercials over and over and over again until I die. It's great. Oh my gosh. Wow. A lot of Baker Mayfield yeah.
0: progressive commercials. Love that
2: so yeah, for so you. Great. But I don't know. I just, I love this idea that football has like a different essence depending on what time it's being played. I mean, look no further than Carrie Underwood getting inspired to write her original smash hit, Waiting All Day for Sunday Night, where she expresses her deep, uh, you know, uh, fanhood. For football on a Sunday night so You've changed I, my mind actually I hate Sunday night football <laughs> <laughs> The fact that they did, like Picked up that song and made it the theme song Of Sunday night fo- uh, football is like a true American dream like she just had a Passion and th- like now Look at her so um, You know
0: she's not the original waiting all day For Sunday night artist right Faith Hill is doing a, it's it a for cover? Years. Yeah she took over for Faith Hill Faith Hill was the first one who Well did that. But-
2: <laughs> well congratulations (laughs) to faith hill yeah i actually i mean i'm joking obviously the the (laughs) show that wrote the song but she like she covers it but i will Uh ask you this um have you ever been to sunday night football
1: like watched it in person
0: i've been to one nfl game and it was at one o'clock so i definitely think
1: night games have a different energy in the stadium certainly yeah i went to i mean i've been at i've been at I've been fortunate enough to go to a lot of football games, a lot of Patriots games. So I've been to many night games. Um, and I think there's a different energy. But also this year I went to the, the Buccaneers Monday night football game against the Giants, which, you know, wasn't wasn't a great game. It was it was closer than it should have been for a lot of it. But I don't know if it was the if the Buccaneers do something different or if it was because it was a Monday night game. But like the energy was electric. Like it felt like I was at a party and there just happened to be a football game there. You know, so that was, and I also, I'd been to, I'd been to night games for the Patriots in, in recent times as well. I went, you know, the, the Patriots Buccaneers game was, was a night game, but that was, that one was, was, it was a difficult situation for me to be in there. I didn't really know what to do with myself, but yeah, I I think night games have a different energy when you're there. Certainly.
2: Yeah. I've, I've been doing
0: college, so.
2: No, but agreed. Yeah. Um, and I've been to Thursday night football, and I've been to a couple Monday night footballs, and then I've been to Sunday afternoon football. And I just have the the the. Uh, you know, st- I still have to get to Sunday night football. That's the one type of football <laughs> I still haven't seen in person. And um, I mean, it seems like it's it's one of the most epic. Uh, I I always felt like Sunday night football was the primetime game. Like it, it, there's like. And again, I also value primetime games as like they're in prime time. In my mind, the whole nation is watching those games. If you're on, if it's one o'clock or four o'clock, you got all the rest of the NFL to compete with. Right. So, like, I, I always felt like those were the like the premier games.
1: Well, and I also think there's like be, because the primetime games are usually you know games between teams that are good that are going to be competitive with each other. It's like. I don't, I've, I feel like I've been conditioned to think that they matter more. So even if it's like a middle of the season game that it's going to matter if it's played at one o'clock or eight o'clock, if it's a night game, it's like, this is a big game. And I think that there's some truth to that because like I say, typically it is two good teams, but, um, I don't know. I think that, I think that the, the way the NFL has presented primetime games has an impact. Like I say, at least when you're there, when you're watching on TV, right. yeah, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's later here. And if they show aerial shots, it's dark. But the stadium looks pretty much the same because they have the lights on, um, right? But yeah, being there, I think it's it's an entirely different feel.
0: So I'm actually convinced that games played at night would play out differently if they were played during the day.
1: I, yeah, no, I I don't disagree.
0: Like, there, there's so many times where, like, if the Seahawks lose on, like, Sunday night football, I'm like, this would have been totally different if this game was at 1 o'clock instead of at 8 o'clock at night. I don't know if that's just me, like, getting my head, but I, I just feel like there's something weird about primetime time. No, games. I'd imagine
4: players know, know in their heads that, okay, this is a big game. Everyone is now watching this right. game because there's no other games on. It's mm-hmm. just our game.
0: It's probably also a body clock thing. You know, when most of your games you're used to playing at 1 o'clock, four o'clock it's different to start at eight o'clock you know at that point you're usually done so I think that's a a big thing across sports um you know especially leagues where like like basketball and hockey you're used to playing at seven eight o'clock at night if you play an afternoon game probably throw thing throws things off a little for you but yeah anyway I mean uh, this conversation has gone on a lot longer than I expected to and I was like yeah let's talk about Monday night football and Trey Aikman Um, uh you talk yeah.
2: I have something I would love to get, especially this group of people's opinion on. So, okay. PFF Bet uh, tweeted out yeah. a little while ago: Tom Brady is plus two hundred to join the San Francisco Forty ers and I didn't want to talk about that. As I'm a definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. Um, I, I am definitely in the 49ers echo chamber. Basically, any player that like shows even the slightest bit of resistance to their current employment status uh, in the NFL, there is going to be some 49ers fan that creates a jersey swap. And they're like, do you think like, such and such player would like be a good move for the 49ers to acquire? So- stuff like this just bounces right off of me. But for you guys, what do you think? Is there any credibility to the idea that Tom Brady would
4: unretire and join the San Francisco 49ers? I think there's a I think there's a chance that he could unretire. I feel like if he really wanted to stay retired, he would shut down this news completely, but I think he likes being in the news and it's <laughs> Does he? I think I think he can still play. I He's still playing at an MVP level. He was second in MVP running this year. And so even at 44 years old, he can still play. And I think if he were to come back, he'd be done in Tampa. Because oh, I certainly. think it's obvious that he does not uh, want to play for Bruce Arians anymore. I think there's definitely friction there. And then when it comes to the Niners, it, he, yeah, that's the team he rooted for when he was much younger. And I think there's still some interest there. And wanting to play for him, especially since the Niners have a pretty great team. They made it all the way back to the NFC Championship game again. And they did that with Garoppolo. And so if they can do that with Garoppolo, they could probably even do better with Brady. And so I think I don't want to say, oh, it's definitely going to happen, but I, I'm i not going to rule it out. I just,
1: why retire? Like, right. Why retire? Like, <laughs> like, if, like I'm not saying, I'm not even saying Brady won't play next year. I don't think he will, but like if he were to unretire, it's so, he just retired. Like, why would he, I mean, if he's going to unretire for this season, sooner is better, obviously, but yeah. Like, why did he do this then? Like, that's, I, I I don't know. I don't expect, I don't expect that. But I mean, obviously if he goes to the 49ers, I'm going to be getting a third Tom Brady Jersey, obviously. Go. That goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
4: think yeah, I mean, part I, of it is because of Giselle and that she wants him to not play football anymore. And Yeah, I I think I think she. But
1: then, but but then, why would he go back? Like, I it doesn't make any sense to me that he would retire and then less than a month later be like, actually, yeah, no, I'll I'll play again, whatever. Less
0: than a week later, he's saying I might change my mind. Like, what are you doing? But he's all
1: that was also that was a maybe someday. But for it to be so soon to actually do it would be insane. I'm on board. I would love it. I can see him pulling a Gronk, where Gronk he retired
4: for a season. And it wasn't because he was done with football; he was done with Belichick. Right, and Brady could do the same thing with Tampa, where it's like, I'm don't, I don't, where he doesn't feel like he's done playing football, but I'm done playing football here. And San Francisco would probably be the most likely option if he were to come back and play for another
1: team. And then he can get Gronk to go to San Francisco. Maybe Edelman can <laughs> go Kittle by then.
2: together. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It-
0: it would make sense for Gronk to follow him, but I, I am wondering how that dynamic would work. He's if he plays again, he's playing for the Niners. The only reason why he would do that, like if this idea, like he retired to force his way out of Tampa and force them to trade him to San Francisco, so he can finish his career rooting for you know playing for the the hometown team he grew up rooting for. He was there for the catch, him and him and Chris Berman. Uh, of course, we're both in the the stadium that day, but. I guess, Ben, like, do you want Brady, or are you excited for Trey Lance?
2: It's a really tough question um, because we're in a position where we've invested so much in this quarterback, and you felt like there was a chance he could have started last year. Like sticking with Jimmy, that was like a major division in the Niners fan base was keep starting Jimmy or move on to Trey Lance. And even people who saw Jimmy carrying us late into the postseason were like, we are going to win in spite of him, not because of him. So we might as well get Trey out there. And even if we don't go as far, it'll be valuable experience for him. Um, I believe in Trey Lance. I think there's a lot of good things we've seen from him so far, but by no means am I certain about it. So we're kind of on shaky ground. Then we have the literal goat. So I think it'd be ridiculous to say that I don't want Tom Brady. Um, if he decided to come over here and we made that work somehow, I mean, we wouldn't have to trade for him, right? It would just be no. Him it signing would have to be a trade with unless Niners. he gets released the by the Bucks.
0: He's still in a contract. Okay, though. so okay, so, so like when Marshawn Lynch yeah, retired, yeah, and went so so to the Raiders, they had to trade for him. Gronk was traded for, him. yeah. So I don't know what it would yeah, be. Yeah.
2: See, that's the other. I mean, that adds a complication in there that. Would be
4: really Just tough
2: another yeah. future because for if, a if we're trading Trey Lance,
4: yeah, what would what would Brady go for? It would because probably be Jimmy Garoppolo. When Gronk got traded, Gronk was. Gronk was a shell of himself uh, at the end of his Patriots ten years, so he only went for a fourth and a seventh round pick. Brady, he would go for so much more than that. Right. It's,
2: I mean, we don't have anything. The only thing I could think is that the Buccaneers see Trey Lance as the future, and we all of a sudden don't anymore. And then we get Brady for however long, and maybe that's... Who knows? Five whole years of Brady. He's just <laughs> immortal. But it also could be a one year stint where he's terrible and then we're left in the lurch with no future at all. So it, like, I know that we could look back at this recording in a year and the Niners are Super Bowl champions with Tom Brady and it's like, I can't believe you weren't just a wholehearted yes, sir, to any way to acquire the greatest football player of all time. But at the same time, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's just a lot of complicating factors there. Ideally, we would just move on to Trey Lance and then he becomes the GOAT instantly, like Patrick Mahomes, and then we're just set for a long time with a cheap
0: quarterback. Yeah, and I really don't they think They invested unreal, a lot like. in
4: Trey Lance, too. Wow. yeah
0: a ton right three first round picks yes so yeah it seems it feels like it'd be crazy
1: it's it's like like i understand as a 49ers fan how you're you know there's 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 up there's upside and downside to it but as someone who i like the 49ers like they're you know they're fine they're in they're in my maybe top 10 teams and as, a, as a, a big Tom Brady fan, it's all upside. If he goes there and they win with him, that's great. And then if he leaves and they're not good anymore, that doesn't really affect me too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so. good for you.
2: I mean, if we can keep Lance, I, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind if we had to. If we, if we still believe Lance is the future, bench him for another season. Let him learn under the GOAT. Right. I
1: mean, who and better to learn from? Year yeah. three.
2: Yeah. That, I mean, I'd be okay with that. But... It, it, yeah, I guess it's hard it to know like what else
3: him.
1: like what else do you give for him, like you say, you know? Yeah.
2: I heard uh, Grant Cone is a uh, big time like troll Niners insider. Like he works for uh NBC SN Bay Area or something like that. He's like a journalist in the Bay Area, and he's famous for being a hater of the Niners. And um this morning he tweeted that the 49ers need to go ahead and trade George Kittle. Like it's it's time to trade George Kittle. Because, like again, he's implying that George Kittle's value is about to drop off a cliff, and it's time to get rid of him. And he always has edgy takes like that. But I could see Kittle being potentially a piece that is asked for in a major trade like this. I could see, I don't know, maybe Nick Bosa or uh, Fred Warner, and these are all guys to be like. This Niners team is built around, so it'd be right. it would be frustrating to lose something like that to get Brady. I think he would be great, but still, it's. I, I don't think it's as. I, I feel like it's not as easy as a just, yes, guaranteed Super Bowl, and let's go.
0: I know a lot of people had that thought about the Bucks this year, running back, the same team, and things obviously didn't work out. So, and, you know, the but injuries would no, no, big I part of that. say it's Brady's fault. <laughs> no, no, injuries no, would be part I of that. Mean, and the 49ers are historically a yeah. tough team to stay healthy all year. So,
2: yeah. Look, look what happens when Debo's healthy for a whole season, dude. He goes crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, must be nice. he, he was so much fun this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was awesome.
0: Yeah. Where do you want Jimmy Garoppolo to about, end up?
2: Where? Oh, I mean, um, if you have... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely want him to end up at a team uh, that one of my friends is a fan of. So Pittsburgh would be great. No. Um, Tampa Bay would <laughs> be great. Uh, yeah, basically either one of those is where I want to see Jimmy go so that somebody else that I can be like, now you have to root for Jimmy. Uh, because I like Jimmy. I think he can win games, but he's proven that he's going to throw like at least one or two boneheaded throws every game, and that's going to potentially tank you no matter what how good the rest of your team is.
1: As a, as a Buccaneers, as the biggest Buccaneers fan here whose fandom is kind of on the line with Brady leaving, bring Jimmy over. I'm all in again if Jimmy's on the team.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I know you mean, were talking about yeah. that last time.
1: It's, yeah. a weak, it's a weak draft
2: class, which I think is in the Niners' favor when it comes to potentially trading him away. Um, but, you know, I don't think we're going to get a first round or anything out of him. I, I just, I'm just hoping we can recoup some amount of draft capital uh, so that we can make up for what we lost after trading for Lance.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's at least a third-round pick. My, my hesitation with the Steelers is just $25 million cap hit plus a mid-round pick. The Steelers don't have a lot of draft capital. They do have a lot of salary cap space. but Offensive line is a problem. Defense has some holes. Like, two key receivers. Juju and James Washington are both free agents. So either you bring them back or you, you bring in someone else to replace them, and that's either going to be free agency of the draft, defense, Terrell Edmonds, uh, Joe Hayden, Akella witherspoon they're all free agents. You're either spending money to bring them back or spending money to replace them or draft picks. So I I don't want Mason Rudolph to be the quarterback, but I, I would prefer him over like giving up a lot of value in cap space for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo or Carson Wentz. And you, it just ascends more like Derek Carr giving up two first round picks for Derek Carr. No, thanks. Two first round picks for Aaron Rodgers at 38 years old. He can't even win a playoff game with a loaded Packers team. Like, no, I'm I'm all set on him. So, uh, ideally, I'd love Jameis Winston or Mitchell Trubisky. Throw a dart at the wall, hope for the best. And if it doesn't work out, you probably have a good pick in next year's class.
4: I hate, Aaron, game... uh, I hate Aaron Rodgers more than anybody, but hear,
0: hearing the words,
3: uh, I'm
4: good with Aaron Rodgers, but bring on Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that, Again, <laughs> it's, know, it's the contract. I can't agree with that. Five million for Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky versus... Fifty million and multiple first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. No,
4: I I totally get it. Like, yeah, he's an MVP quarterback, but he's also a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, I know he ridiculous. Like that, you guys saw that post he did. You know, thanking Shailene Woodley, who I don't know—are they still together? And they're just not engaged. I don't know what's going on with that. Thanking his Packers teammates, and he goes on the Pat McAfee show. Is like you guys are reading way too much into this. I'm just feeling very gracious. I, I, I don't know i don't know what anymore. you're talking
1: about i think shailene woodley was in the fault on our stars i want to say that's about it she was yeah my, i
0: i knew they you were engaged i didn't know they okay. weren't anymore yeah i mean uh, yeah supposedly they've broken up i mean I also, everyone thought that he was gonna break his like news whether he was retiring seeing green bay going somewhere else this oh, week and, and then he,
1: and he just said thank you instead
0: yeah he just said no oh. i i there's no news
1: oh whatever. yeah i
4: like yeah. how he said he was he wasn't gonna drag it on uh for this long but then of course he is dragging it on yeah dragging it along
0: <laughs> what do you guys think about uh the steelers hiring brian flores as linebackers coach
4: it's a good move yeah it's th- probably the most overqualified linebackers coach yeah it, i it
1: feels it i don't know feels like he could do more but uh maybe not though After right yeah in terms of his talent he could do more Uh but yeah it's obviously uh uh things have gotten weird in the league
2: it's uh another i mean the steelers are a well-run football organization another quality hire
0: i love how it came together with him calling mike tomlin for advice and then the next day he was like wait our linebackers suck this year. Do you want to come in and try to make them good and coach them up? And I I think it's a great hire. And I love it because the Steelers have made some really disappointing hiring decisions um at other coaching positions. Terrell Lawson to DC getting promoted. That's whatever. Um, I get players liked him, but everyone wanted the Steelers to bring back Mike Munchak, who's like one of the greatest offensive line coaches of all time, and said they hired the Panthers offensive line coach, who I mean the Panthers have been a terrible offensive line. Um, it, it just feels like they're doing a lot for like Matt Canada. I mean, even just bringing him back is the worst thing. So I, I like that Flores is coming in just like a, a one positive thing after all the, the negative coaching hires and coaching decisions.
4: I think it's a good hire. Yeah, I think if you look back his time with the Patriots, Kenny, you obviously remember Super Bowl 52, how that went with Matt Patricia as a D coordinator yeah. in his last yeah. year, giving up 41 points to Philly. And then Ryan Flores next year as the quote unquote defensive coordinator because he right. wasn't actually the D coordinator, but let's be honest, he was. He well, Belichick's
0: did... running the defense regardless. So
4: yeah, yeah but still, like, he should have the he sh- still should have had the title uh, as the defensive coordinator. And so for for him to be the defensive coordinator, and th- then they go back to the Super Bowl and they only give up three points to the Rams. And I know it's Jared Goff, but I still. I still think that means something when you go from giving up 41 points to three points in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he were going to a different team, I'd wish him well, but (laughs) it's the Steelers. So,
3: (laughs) yeah, hey,
0: I get it.
2: Speaking of Belichick, um, how are we feeling about Mac Jones? I mean, he's clearly the best rookie QB out of this class. Pro Bowler year one, Super Bowler year two. Can we go ahead and lock that in? Stop buying his jersey.
1: There's so many oh, I'm,
4: of them. Oh I'm so I'm so I'm so Kenny on that. There are a million jerseys every time we went to a game this year. It, it <laughs> drove me it drove me nuts. Like, hey, did did that guy uh TB twelve did he even exist with you people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean he's gone now. Everyone's ready for the I, new I, quarterback. And
1: it's and it's I, I understand people not being totally bought in on Cam Newton. And it's also Cam Newton season, people weren't People weren't at the games, but it's like, no one got a Cam Newton jersey and everyone has Mac Jones. I'm like, guys, quit, like, quit, like, it makes more sense now, but week one, when I, like, when there are that many Mac Jones jerseys, like, guys, we don't, we haven't seen him play. Like, we don't like, he hasn't played at a, at a professional level yet. We don't even know. So it, that, that was pretty crazy to me, but, but I mean, I've liked what I've seen from him. Um, it could still, you know, I feel like it could still go either way. It could go. I feel like it could go like uh you know Josh Allen or it it could go like uh, Kyler Murray. You know, I it it's I think that I think it could go in any number of directions. But I it it's He shows promise. I'm excited for uh for his future with the team and I uh hope he hope he continues to to improve and do well, but it is troubling to be in the same division as Josh Allen and the and the Buffalo Bills. I don't like that they're good now. Uh I, we'll see Super Bowl. Yeah, let's say yeah. Let's lock it in.
2: <laughs> but we can. All, <laughs> but we all agree he's the best rookie quarterback oh, out of this class. Yeah,
1: I right? mean,
4: no, yeah. well, in terms I, of his rookie season, His rookie yeah. season. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I would. Yeah, he definitely was the best of the five this past season. But will he be in the future? I have no.
1: Idea it's though. and it's not entirely fair because like Trey Lance didn't get to do what Mac Jones like they didn't have the same opportunities. You know, he's so. easily
4: in the best situation because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, it doesn't even matter what your oh, opinion is of him. What if you think he's the the next big thing or if you think he's overrated? It doesn't matter. He's in Jacksonville, and he was with Urban Meyer. You're set up to fail in that situation. And then Zach Wilson, any rookie quarterback with the Jets, <laughs> when you put the two together, that's that's not a good combination either. And then Trey Lance, he only had a couple opportunities. and So he's in a great situation, but he's not a starter still and then Justin Fields oh my god he he's he's in a terrible situation as well with Chicago and now uh I still don't love it in his, his situation either having not really having any receivers and not having a proven uh coaching uh any
1: proven coaching
4: uh on his staff so yeah, yeah. I, I, Mac Jones is easily in the best situation.
1: Well, but I, but and I th- I think that's true. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to like dismiss his talent either. I think it's the best combination. You know, the Patriots getting Mac Jones of the five, I think is, yeah, because is easily the, the best.
4: The Patriots, well, Bill, he values accuracy and good decision making at the quarterback spot. He doesn't care about the size, speed, and the flashy stuff. He just he just wants accuracy and good decision making at that position. Well, what, and and what someone is... who's cheap. And someone who's cheap and not and not uh, having to pay like 50 million for Aaron Rodgers or anything like that.
2: Well, what's the next step for the Patriots? Was Mac Jones playing good enough this year that they could have potentially taken a run, uh, but they just didn't have the supporting players? Or was it that you really need to see Mac Jones take the next step to take this team I think to the it's next a com- level?
4: I think it's a combination of both. Probably mostly the supporting cast because... I remember talking about this with Corey. They don't have a true number one receiver. And uh, they they need someone like a Julian Edelman where someone who can get wide open quickly, uh, like Hunter Renfro. And and not not exactly him. I'm not saying they got to go trade for him. But someone like that that can move the chains and, and get open quickly and be a key piece on third downs someone like that and and maybe even calvin ridley i don't know if matt jones played with calvin ridley at alabama i don't think he did uh but, no no calvin but ridley but before his time. but i would i would he'd be a good good fit here he's he's someone that's likely to be in new england next year well it's and it's that, interesting that
2: to hear that because wasn't there a little bit of an arms race for the patriots when they went and acquired two like starting caliber tight ends uh last off season? And what, I mean, I know Hunter Henry was very touchdown relevant in fantasy, but mm-hmm. uh, how did that work out? It was it was Hunter Henry and John, John Smith. Johnu Smith. Johnu John Smith, was, a,
4: Smith who... John was uh He was not good. What now, happened? That to him? Move, I don't know. Just he was just not. Yeah. Just doesn't fit their offense, and maybe he was a little overrated. But I don't know. I just so that move when it happened, I was okay with it at the time because. When it happened, I was like, "Wow, the Patriots actually paid f- to get somebody. That's great." Uh, so at the time, I was okay with that one. That was obviously worse than I expected it to be, but I hated the Nelson, I hated the Nelson Aguilar move, start to finish, because I knew that his season in, uh was it Las Vegas, not Oakland, Las Vegas. His one season there, I knew that was just a, uh, an outlier, and that he would go back to, being. The not so great receiver he was his entire career and dropping a million passes and not really being a factor and so yeah I think it's mostly the weapons but I also think Mac Jones even though I think he was pretty good his rookie season I do feel like we can we can we can we know that he's good but is he great that's really the question and I think if the Patriots if Mac Jones were to be reach his ceiling he has to be like. Joe Burrow. Because he's not going to be like Mahomes or Josh Allen. But I think having Joe Burrow kind of ceiling, I don't think that's unrealistic. Now, I think Joe Burrow is a lot better than Mac Jones, but at the same time, he kind of has the same style as Mac Jones a little bit. At least, definitely not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. He's he's never going to reach that potential. But Joe Burrow, he was okay his rookie year. He wasn't great. And then so he made that big leap, the next season and made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So that's what I'm hoping for is that he kind of reaches that potential.
1: I just want, a, I want a Futurama style. What if machine where I can watch the whole season where they kept Edelman, where Edelman was able to play with, uh, with Mac Jones or if they got Debo Samuel instead of Nikhil Harry, you know, I, I, <laughs> so many opportunities, I, you know,
4: pretty much every time Corey and I are talking about the Patriots. I always just randomly bring up, "Oh, you know, it would be nice if they didn't draft Nikhil Harry. <laughs> <It> <laughs> and they hurts. drafted Debo. He's got that year four bump
0: he coming. He's ready oh to to God. finally <sighs> break out. He's I am brutal. still mad
1: about when they called him out of bounds at Gillette when he would have when he would have gotten that touchdown. But you know, I uh, the, I can't use that to say he's any good.
0: One of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Was you saying that the NFL should automatically review every single play because of that non <laughs> town call? They should. That was insane. They should. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> so I guess um, are we are we good with football talk at this point? Well, Any other just, last minute things? Uh, you I wanna, just want
2: to yeah, comment it. because uh, it's it's so interesting to hear a Patriots fan say, "Oh, I wish we had drafted Debo Samuel because for years." There was Niners fans who were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we wasted our pick on Debo Samuel when we could have had DK Metcalf, and uh, it's after this year, I think most of those DK Niners Metcalf fans... DK Metcalf is still good, I would but yeah, take Metcalf obviously, too. obviously
4: Debo had a better season.
2: Debo has De- been that guy, though. He's just injury prone, and uh, you can still use that against him, obviously. like You would rather have a guy who's more durable, but... Coming out of South Carolina, I was so stoked on having Debo get drafted the Niners because he was, at at one point, a Heisman hopeful with the way that he was returning kickoffs for touchdowns and just being electric. And uh, it's so vindicating to see him finally be all that he can be this past season. And it does have the feeling of like one of those one-off seasons where it's like you never see a guy do numbers like that twice in a row, but he's still i think has come into his own and that feels awesome seeing that I'm, on the niners
4: i'm curious if any other teams take that approach like how the niners do with debo where they mm-hmm. use him as a receiver but they also use him probably more as a running back and-
2: did um cordell patterson take any like snaps at wide receiver this season
0: yeah, I was going to say that would be like somewhat of a comparison. I don't think he did. Okay. I think he was did like he purely a running back, which is kind of frustrating because I wish that he still had wide receiver eligibility in fantasy because one of my teams right. have been so much better if I could throw him at receiver instead of running back. But yeah, he definitely made the transition to running back, which I don't think Debo's is going to do. I think Debo is a very unique player and genuinely might be the, the, like, the most valuable player in football because of that like he he is that i remember when the niners drafted jalen hurd that is what he was supposed to be like that uh, athlete and and instead Debo's turned into that guy
2: jalen hurd is so frustrating he every season it's like jalen hurd he's in practice he's in training camp jalen hurd looks really good out there and then the regular season comes and like "Uh, jalen hurd out for the year is he (laughs) still
0: on the niners they haven't released him
2: I don't know. Actually, I think we did release him this season.
3: Okay, I thought but
2: so. He what like he made the team initially and then got really? hurt again. And it's like yeah. yeah, He had a whatever preseason that was good enough, and then yeah. So it's yeah. That that's a really good point, Corey, because that is what Jalen Hurd was upheld as, and Debo has been that.
1: Well, and as a Patriots fan, it's not—it's not like, oh, I wish it were Debo. It's just I wish it weren't Harry. Like, <laughs> I, like, like I would take yeah. Metcalf. And I think there was another another one who AJ Brown. AJ Brown, yeah. So like, yeah. it's just the fact that we have Nikhil Harry, and he's not—he—he's not, he, not going to get better. This—I hope this is one of those things where I look back on this in a year and feel stupid. But he's never going to be good. He's not going <laughs> to step up. He's not going to have that, no, that year four that, bump.
4: That pick was so bad that I never want. The Patriots or Belichick to ever take a first round receiver again because there were talks about hey what about getting Devontae Smith at fifteen and part of me was like yeah that's great Heisman Trophy winner why why would I say no to that but part of me is like no 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 can't do it with this team now. <laughs> like I'm I'm shook by that pick so bad that even I would question an obvious choice in like Devonte or or some other. Really good receiver last year in the first round.
2: Dude, A.J. Brown is so good at football. I went to Thursday Night Football uh, Niners at Titans this past year, and we were playing a decent game. It was definitely one of those games where Jimmy's picks were holding us back, but we were still on track to probably win, and there's a big turning point in that game where it was like third and like 23 or something, something abysmal, and of course, the Niners decide to give him a chance by jumping off sides right before the snap. Ryan Tannehill drops back, hurls one deep at A.J. Brown, who's covered by Ambry Thomas, a rookie cornerback out of Michigan, one-on-one. I'm pretty sure it was like some blatant P.I. by Ambry Thomas, but A.J. Brown just goes up and completely mosses him and catches it for the first down. So it was a first down regardless because there's flags on the play, but it didn't matter. They declined the penalty because A.J. Brown was just too good. And he had like 10 receptions in that game or whatever. It was amazing to see him play. Um, I, I Obviously, I'm a Niners fan, and I didn't want him to see to see him play so well but he boy did he play well
0: yeah that was a monster game for him um i think he had like 150 receiving yards in that one and he definitely willed the titans to to coming back in that one yeah so anyway how do we feel about changing the conversation a little here um (laughs) What are our thoughts on talking basketball? I actually played on a real hoop with a real ball for the first time since before COVID yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, I saw the I highlights know. on SportsCenter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, or
2: Instagram. What? One of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Top I think 10 they play they nominee. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. I, uh, <laughs> I, I had my friend take a couple videos of me knocking down threes, like the. And I I think the the most impressive thing is that it only took two takes for both of those shots. It wasn't like I was just throwing up bricks and like the 10th one it finally (laughs) went in. Uh, Yeah, it was like the the first one is just me doing like a little, you know, between the legs, dribble move, pull up three. Didn't swish it, but it went in. But I was like, I can do better than this. And I, I took it back. So three quarters court, which on this court, there were... There was no half court line. Like the three point lines, basically are touching each other. Um, so it was essentially like from like the logo on a high school court. So nothing like too crazy. But I swished it, and I I I love hearing the sound of it. And did you watch it on volume?
2: Uh, no, but I feel oh, like at this point it. you have to post this video when you post this episode. Like you got to put it
0: in the post. <laughs> I was yeah, just looking. I was for it, and actually. Gonna play I was disappointed it right to
1: see it wasn't up. Oh, you're just playing the
0: sound. Let me do it again. Kenny was talking. I hear that swish. Didn't hear it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hopefully, I I can throw that into the episode later. But anyway, I'm like, I think that a swish is easily a top five sound in the world, not just sports. That's that's me as a basketball fan. Yeah. I just think it's 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 so it's just beautiful. Was this your idea
4: for an episode? Let's do a top a whole episode of a top five and. Top five sounds. Top five sounds, sounds is good.
1: <laughs> I wish I came prepared.
2: Okay, w- but what, what is it? Like, sounds what are invented? the parameters for a sound? Right? Like what? What is there Like you could say that a whole song is one sound, right? Like how do you like break a, it down very,
0: granularly? I guess the way I would look at it in terms of a sound is kind of like a small moment in time. Like if you like look up a sound clip of something on YouTube, it can be two seconds long, and that's it. Right, that's what it, it, it does can like be,
2: right? But couldn't yes. it also feasibly be like it five could hours be long?
0: It could be, but I guess the way I'm looking at it is just like a quick quick thing, like a Okay, like a top sonic five quick sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um so Ben, you know we had this conversation before. I did confirm that you are an Oklahoma City Thunder fan still. Yeah, which, and like, I, I, really I just figured go on you were.
2: record and say that I'm offended that you would even <laughs> ask if I'm still no, I mean, an Oklahoma City fair. Thunder fan. Come yeah. on, I I'm yeah. Just because they suck doesn't mean that I'm just gonna. Oh, I like the Milwaukee Bucks now. Uh, you know because they won a championship so that, does that sound like me Corey? none of no, my teams doesn't. have ever won anything <laughs> i not didn't in my think lifetime, you would at least.
0: switch to a different team i just <laughs> wasn't sure if you've like lost interest in that dude josh anything. giddy not is living in oklahoma city
2: he's that dude i mean I, I don't really watch i'll be honest i'm not really watching thunder games live i'm not watching any nba games live really but i do go on youtube and watch highlights when they
0: win <laughs> and um, yeah. josh giddy is looking really really promising a lot of people were hitting on that pick but i think he's been he's been really solid so anyway are you excited for lebron and Bronny james to team up on the thunder in 2024
2: <laughs> why is it the thunder for specifically
0: because he so he, he complimented, bad, sam complimented sam pressy yeah oh, during a press conference okay <laughs> and i think that the intention was the thunder of four first round picks in 2024 they have the most they have the highest odds to use one of them on his son. So I think <laughs> that that's the logic everyone's putting together. Uh, so, Kenny, I, I don't know if you're I, I aware I didn't know he had a son.
3: <laughs> you didn't what? see Space Jam 2? Yeah, you I didn't see Space Jam, Space Jam 1. Too?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't see Space Jam 2. You didn't even see commercials for it? Uh, no. The I, whole plot I, was his son
1: commercials.
0: So Space Jam 2 is actually the forgotten son, right? Not Brawny. It's supposed to be his other son who's more Well, like his real minority.
2: sons aren't in the movie just like no, in Space Jam 1. It's, it's not his actual kids either um, who are in the movie but it's uh, yeah, it's it's the other son the one who doesn't play basketball really or doesn't like basketball that is the main character. He likes video games uh, in Space too. Jam 2.
1: I thought, so anyway, I thought Space Jam yeah. was about like uh, the, uh people playing basketball against cartoon characters i didn't know there was more to it
2: no it's mostly cartoon characters playing basketball against other cartoon characters but there is one person which is lebron james uh in space jam 2 and it's michael jordan in the first one and then sometimes it's bill murray and <laughs> what? uh and it, well the second one has a lot newman more from people, seinfeld people.
0: as well yeah although newman, he's, from, he yeah. doesn't God, did he actually wayne play? knight is didn't his name play. yeah wayne knight he did end up in the cartoon world but he didn't actually play in the game bill murray yeah. did suit up
2: yeah um wayne knight is like the assistant that's supposed to be like michael's handler because it's during mm-hmm. the baseball era of of michael jordan so he's not even playing basketball anymore and uh it's great comedic uh performance from from wayne knight he's great
0: yeah. It was all about his comeback to the NBA. I don't know like how the timeline actually played out. I, I think he had already come back and it was kind of like, this is how it happened. This, Wait, this is the first one of it.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, the first I, d- one. I did listen to, it was like a 45 minute, uh, audio mashup of Hamilton songs and space jam songs and dialogue. And that felt like I watched the movie. It was very good. <laughs> it was, it was, a lot of effort went into it it was good <laughs> okay
2: well the move both movies are really really simple it's like uh, this nba player gets sucked into either the toon world in the first one or the video game universe realm It's it's actually not even video game it's the warner brothers ip world and it's so disgusting how they just advertise for their intellectual property the entire movie it's like did you know that Warner Brothers owns the Matrix did you know that Warner Brothers owns Casablanca like you should just pause this movie and go watch our other movies on HBO Max by the way that's what this movie's really about it's trying to convince you to watch our <laughs> other stuff stay with Warner Brothers continue to buy our stuff like Batman Superman like it's just oops, yeah, so it. so in your face and it has this nothing is how to Kenny knows about this
0: because he Do saw I? the yeah you, you saw the the YouTube preview or heard people talking about it. I think Brian Wells he posted it. I, I don't. There's another Brian. Anyway, he posted <laughs> it in our group me for fantasy football, and you're like, oh, the Iron Giant is in this. I have to see it now. <laughs> I might have. I might have no, dumped you, that memory. This is April. It is disgusting. Of
2: last year. No, no, but. no. It's not even like they. It's like wow, they have freaking Christian Bale. Um, reprising his role as Batman, or they brought Heath Ledger back from the dead, and the Joker is dunking on LeBron James. It's people who like are just dressed up as these characters, rooting on the game. So you've got characters who would never root for a basketball game standing there, and you're supposed to see that and be like, this is good. They've got the guys from Clockwork Orange, the guys who do ultra-violence, the-, the guys who go out and murder people, for fun, are on the sidelines like woohoo, go Looney Tunes! <laughs> you know, it's like well, this. If you don't recognize this IP, you get nothing out of this. And if you do recognize this IP, it damages the IP, it cheapens it. So uh, it's it is a absolutely offensive movie. Um, and You should watch it if you uh, like want to watch a bad movie.
4: I, I, I love. I, hearing have, hearing I have not that seen the second one, and I don't know if I want to. I I liked the first one. I liked it more than Corey. Because yeah. Corey did not sound like he didn't. No.
1: Didn't, didn't the first one have, wasn't like slavery a plot point? Like there was like a yes. race that was enslaved? Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. the yes. aliens right. that, yeah. were Insane. enslaving I, when the When I heard that Looney in Slamilton, I was blown away. I was, I
0: was like, what the heck? <laughs>
1: Slamilton. Yeah, that's what it was called. <laughs> Love that.
0: Yeah. No, I, I watched it um, on a flight to Las Vegas a few years ago, and I wasn't impressed. I, I felt like- What, one or two? One one it, and it, that's one where I love Michael Jordan. I was like, I mean, it's fine, but like I don't I think it's overhyped was basically my takeaway of it. And that was the first time I'd watched it all the way through in years. So, yeah. To me, it's just like there there are a lot of like TV shows and movies and stuff that I'll watch from my youth where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I liked this when I was 10, but it doesn't hold up at 25. And there are others, like when we did our, our Disney movies and Pixar movies with Kenny, we're like these are still amazing films 20 years later as an adult watching them. So Space Jam just kind of fell into the former category for me, unfortunately. Instead yeah,
2: well, I wa- after watching Space Jam 2, it's like, this movie has no reason to exist. And then you watch Space Jam 1, you're like, ah, well, neither does this. And it's not because it's bad. It's just really, like, it's it's not really a movie. It's just... Michael Jordan plus Looney Tunes on screen for 90 minutes. And if you if you enjoy the nostalgia factor of that, that's great. But there's not like amazing storytelling going on here. There's nothing all that compelling besides glorifying Michael Jordan and reminding you that the Looney Tunes are fun little wacky guys.
4: Yeah, Anytime a movie has that many bad reviews or I hear that many bad things about it, I don't even want to watch it just to see how bad it is. I mean, like when Corey, Kenny and I were doing Pixar top five, Corey said he'd never seen Cars 2 and Kenny and I were just like, don't, don't yeah. watch Cars
1: 2. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> never need to watch Cars 2.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I was telling Kenny this. I finally saw uh, a commercial. Is it Turning Red? Is that Turning the name of Red. it? Turning Red, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I was Pixar's like, newest, yeah. Pixar's newest, worst movie. It looks, it, I, I don't know that it's going to be the worst. <laughs> I also never saw a Good Dinosaur, but it, it doesn't look appealing. I, I get what you're talking about just based on the previews. I you're gonna, gonna see it gonna anyway
1: oh i'm gonna see it uh i i did also i probably won't see it in theaters i'll probably wait for a disney plus um i found my message about space jam 2 i said hold up iron giant maybe i should actually check out this movie and then i followed up this movie just got upgraded from never going to watch it to i'll talk about watching it and never actually do it so i,
2: <laughs> I guess <I'm> <laughs> he's consistent <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do you still have a running list of movies that you're supposed to watch because uh, they're somewhere. really popular? Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. But it, you don't, you don't update it. I,
1: it's, I, I think it's in an Excel document and it's sheet one, but I only use sheet two now. Sheet two is the stuff I actually might watch. I'm sure okay. someday there'll be a sheet three.
0: What's sheet three going to represent? The, the
1: stuff I'll actually, actually watch. When sheet two gets too long, I'll be like, all right, I'm scrapping this. We'll make a new one. This is the stuff I'll actually watch. Just c- the sheet, sheet one has a lot of stuff on it.
0: I love that you have it in Excel, by the way. I'm a huge fan of Microsoft Excel.
1: Excel is so good. It's also where it I did my budget spreadsheet. Best. Yeah, it's so good.
0: People were making fun of me because I went to a bachelor <laughs> party recently, and I got... the. It was like a like a beer olympics basically was the the thing that we did on saturday and i got to organize the bracket for all the games and everything in excel and i was like i love excel this is awesome i don't care that i came in last in all these games i'm having so much fun just running this and entering all the the data into excel and like people were still making fun of me like weeks later at the rehearsal dinner for it i'm just like it's a fantastic app I've been a fan of Microsoft Excel since fourth grade. It's never going to change. I took a computer applications class, not even honors. Like It was like an extensions level class first semester freshman year just because I loved Microsoft Excel so much. Probably that's a, that's a waste of class. credit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably a waste of my time. I shouldn't have done that, but th- that's, yeah.
2: Corey, so. they're jealous, okay? They're, they, only make, they only poke fun at you because they wish they had a mastery of Excel like you do.
0: It's a useful right. tool. Absolutely. It is. it is. It's a fantastic tool. Corey, um, I, I guess say, actually... Yep. If, oh, no, if, yeah, if, I,
1: if I'd been there, I would have also made fun of you. But I'm on your side. <laughs> I, would just, I would have just pretended to not be.
0: So <laughs> I, I do actually want to talk about this. Um, kind of a theme. you know, talking about bachelor parties, rehearsal dinners, weddings. So this <laughs> is something that I feel like it keeps coming up a lot. But I like this with this group for a few reasons. One is that Ben and I are going to a wedding together. Next month, Brian and I are going to a wedding together in a few months. You know, Brian, you've talked about back to back to back weekends with weddings, and Kenny is convinced that he's never going to go to a wedding for well, the rest of his convinced. life, and he's going to ruin friendships.
1: I I wouldn't say convinced. I would say determined. Um, determined. Yes. I will see, it's also you know, I can't. You can't win with me. You can't. My parents have been telling me that for twenty years. You can't. We can't win with you, and they're right because. I I'm offended I don't know who's getting married I, I'm it's it's either it's definitely not people who I should have been invited to their weddings because I don't know who you're talking about but I'm offended when I'm not invited to a wedding but I don't want to go I would love to be invited <laughs> and say no and not send a gift and have that be that but instead people invite me sometimes and it's like well now I have to I have to say no and you're going to get upset I don't want to go to your wedding I don't don't invite me to a wedding, I guess, if you're gonna be offended when I say no. Do invite me if I can say no and it's all good. You know, that that's great. That's perfect. Kenny, but, you uh, just f-
2: made my wedding invite list. Yes. Okay, I'm not <laughs> going.
4: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life was I was asking Kenny about if you'd ever go to so and so's wedding, and he said, No, I'm never gonna go to a wedding. And I, I asked him, Well, what if your sister gets married and then <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then Kenny just says my sister's never gonna get married
1: <laughs> wow as far as i know like, she does wow. not want to get married okay <laughs> that sounds like i'm dunking on her but i don't i don't think she has an interest in it speaking uh, of
2: dunking on people i just want to throw it out there Affable chat does have a space jam 2 episode so i was
0: waiting for you to check throw that out, out if you liked our conversation yeah. <laughs> earlier
2: yeah i missed my opportunity but you just uh teed me up for that alley oop so uh, <laughs> but no, I'm so like uh, getting back to your wedding topic there, Corey.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I thought you were gonna I was just gonna say what exactly is your problem with weddings? Like, I, I, I it's not the getting dressed up part, right? I, that's kind of no, what I assumed. It I don't it love was.
1: that. I don't love that. But it's uh love isn't real. I don't believe in it. Nothing don't lasts. Love, it's right. not worth it. It's all. It's not like I'm not gonna have a fun time at a wedding. There's nothing for me there. I'm not gonna have a good time, and no one's gonna notice if I'm not there. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm not there. Who cares? I so mean, what's the point?
4: Uh, Co- Corey and I kind of wished you were there
1: when we went to. Well, I wasn't our invited. Friends, I wasn't invited. We I've known him <laughs> oh, since <you> we <laughs> were three years old. No, I wasn't you were
0: invited. invited. No, you no, were definitely invited. invited.
3: No, I
1: wasn't. No, I, I'm yes, not. I'm, I'm not actually upset about it. But I No, I no, I wasn't.
0: Yes, you a hundred percent. I, I
1: was not. I'm invited. Corey, I'm, I'm, not, upset. I, I'm, I'm not upset. Sure I'm actually not upset. You were invited no i mean certainly not formally and if you're talking about the night when we were out and someone said something i that was a joke i i'm
0: facebook <laughs> invite
2: hey, there's no way there for you to not sound like you're upset
0: about yeah, it was it on in facebook. this position i know Kenny. i know you're I know. against the wall I know. are we talking about the <laughs> right know. person
1: yeah i think so oh wait oh you're talking about a while ago
0: five years ago
1: oh five years ago yeah i was invited i didn't want to go <laughs> <laughs> so i was, exactly. was someone someone different uh yeah no i didn't uh or i was busy that day i think was my official stance
3: <laughs> okay yeah busy not wanting
1: yeah, no, no, to no. go yeah that's my I was, I was thinking about someone different um yeah uh i don't what was the original question <laughs> Just why what's your you problem weddings? with weddings well, but like, i think we got your they're answer not, they're not real yeah is, I, know, well, I, I thought it was the dressing part no i don't love that but it's kind of whatever uh it i have i have a this is semi-related uh i have, a, I have a, a pair of friends who are a couple and they they've described themselves as the perfect people to invite to a wedding because they will not go but they will send a gift and uh i'm not going to send a gift but uh the invite's nice i don't want to go though
0: and then if you never talk to them again then
1: okay but if they ne- if i never talk to them again that's not on me okay i have a friend i have a, a very good friend who's getting married soon and she like brought up the wedding thing and i was like i don't i don't want to go and she was like offended as people get offended and was like are you really you're really going to throw away a friendship over this and i was like i'm not throwing away a friendship are you throwing away a friendship over this <laughs> like I, that's not i just don't want to go to the wedding I, after that everything's fine Uh, People do
2: get pretty bent out of shape about weddings and for a lot of different reasons. It's like people will get upset that you invited them, but you didn't put them in the wedding party. Oh, I'm not good enough for the wedding party? Well, then friendship ended. It's like, well, (laughs) oh, oh, I'm not your best man? Oh, well, then we can't be friends anymore. (laughs) Or... You know, you invited that person to your wedding. Oh, man, that's... You know, people just get... It's like, oh, you had your wedding on the same day as my aunt's birthday? Oh, <laughs> yeah, relationship over. So, I, I don't know. I'm never... I, I guess to this point, I haven't been offended about being not invited to a wedding because... Good for you. Go get married. Like, you can't worry about everybody else's feeling. At the end of the day, in my belief, that's between those two people and then whoever else they want to involve. I mean, God and the government, I guess, are implied, and then their families directly. But after that, it gets pretty, you know, up to you whether or not you want to include me in your wedding. And I'm certainly not going to end my relationship with you over that. Um, And I hope people would reciprocate that because I just feel like it's an opportunity for people to get their feelings hurt if they want them hurt.
0: I was watching an episode of impractical jokers earlier. And one of the, like the bits, whatever the challenges they did was um, they, they were pretending to be like workers at like a wedding dress thing. So like it had a bunch of, you know, like brides and family, fiance's bridesmaids come in and like the last one that came through it was like just the two of them the bride and then someone clearly trying a bridesmaid's dress and they were like very it was kind of like a weird relationship where like she seemed very offended that she wasn't the maid of honor but also said that she's not because the groom is her ex-boyfriend so, is this, was with, like it was,
4: is, is this the one with Q? It was Q's. Turn. Yeah, it was Q. And yeah. then, and then uh, this Q, like Q goes. Uh, so that means both you. You and her have seen the grooms. And then the project the thing. And, yes. and then he just goes like yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was it. That 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 there there was some interesting stuff in that one, but I was like, man, like how do how do they get these people on the show? Like it, it almost feels it was one of those moments where you're like, is this is there it's too good some to be true. unscripted Yeah, right? Having uh Wait, like when the when is the this guests... reality
2: TV show fake? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> uh, I, know, I thought you were gonna
4: talk about the time when it was, Sal was getting punished, and- No, which and I watched blind, that one recently, too. He was blindfolded, and when they Wait. removed the blindfold, it was they were at a wedding, and Murr was marrying Sal's sister.
0: Oh, no, no, that's, okay, you're right. I, that Not that one. I was thinking Wait, about the one when he had to give a How suit.
2: does this show work? He was getting punished? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so
0: like- <laughs> I know uh, that you'd never. I know what the him, general the concept. concept of it is, but yeah, I mean it's a I hidden mean, camera show, yeah. And basically, but they punish each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah That's mean? it. Every episode, there's a punishment at the end. Okay, so, why?
2: Who, how do? What, what if none of them are doing anything worth punishing?
0: Well, they no. They, well, it's if you lose, they'll always get thumbs down somehow.
1: I I also just want to quickly say, if I were invited to a wedding that was a punishment, I think I might go. That sounds very interesting. <laughs>
0: In, in what what context i don't
1: know but if it, if i receive a wedding invitation it's like yeah this is this person is being punished by being married i i'm intrigued i gotta find out what's going on you just on gotta here. go
2: to a shotgun wedding then kind of that's like uh close <laughs> enough
1: I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah i guess if i get invited maybe
0: yeah, I um I was Imagine recently imagine
2: upfront about a shotgun wedding. Like you're invited <laughs> yeah. to a shotgun wedding. Like Greg and Alice are getting married and there's like a picture of Alice's dad with a shotgun on like oh, the, invitation.
1: the invitation. Invitation should be shotgun shaped, I would say.
2: Oh, that would be festive. Yeah. And then uh and then then like they have that as part of the ceremony the dad like walks down the aisle with the or the groom walks down the aisle with the dad at his like back with a shotgun.
0: And like he, he keeps it
3: pointed yeah, at him until the idea until yeah. the uh,
2: <laughs> no i know i know what a shotgun wedding literally i didn't know is, that right? until and recently
0: i actually learned it from the office when you think it was getting jim made a, a joke about pam's dad <laughs> it's when two shotguns shotgun. get married that's how you get more guns <laughs> no i just i didn't know why they called it that And i was like that makes so much sense now that it's like yeah literal shotgun like you got her pregnant you're marrying her now but and then the, yeah. the flower girl has like a basket full of bullets,
2: and she just like throws oh, them so in the good. air. <laughs> and She's coming down the aisle, <laughs> and then the, the instead of a bouquet, the grenade pulls a or the 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 uh, bride pulls a pin on a grenade and throws it behind her. <laughs>
1: All right, so now it's a bloodbath.
0: Yeah, let's. This is like the red wedding from Game of well, Thrones. Well, no,
2: everybody, now. you know, tries to get out of the way, or some brave hero dives on of- the grenade, and then they're the next takes ones one for the team to
0: die. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kenny, you, I know you were a big fan of How I Met Your Mother back in the day.
1: Uh, yeah, I,
0: you watched it? I have you watched seen the whole every thing. Every episode. Yes. Have you been watching How I Met Your Father on? No, Hulu? not
1: even one second of it.
2: Another based decision from Kenny. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why why uh why should anybody watch that
0: <laughs> It is so bad. No one should watch Wait, that. I just, is it Hillary Duff? It's Hillary Duff, yeah. I it's like Hillary her. Duff. Josh Peck is in it too. So it's oh, like, I like too. I'm not like gonna d- watch it. No, it's not. It's not I'm not it's not worth it. Um it's uh it has a laugh track like wow it's it's 2022 and it has a laugh track the
1: original show have a laugh track
0: yeah in 2005 it had a laugh track
1: i I will say i you know that that decision makes makes some sense with the original show having a laugh track but like they it feels like they way missed the mark when did that original show end 10 years ago nine years ago
0: 2014
1: so eight years okay eight years ago if it didn't happen in the next like two to three years they shouldn't have bothered What's
2: the connection with the original show though, like who's the father in this case?
0: We don't Why'd, know yet
2: why did they or not who the, not literally who, but like what is his relation to the characters like or like what's so the, the
0: it's it's not like related to the initial show that's like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, they, it, well, like they, it is, but it's not. Not like, it's not. I don't the, know the,
2: the theme
1: is.
0: song is the same. So, so they're just it's copying
2: the, the, the format. Is It's a story where they spend of. a long, like way too much pretext to the time <laughs> yeah, where they actually meet the parental figure and then they ruin it at the end like that's the format of the show so that's kind of like oh my
1: god the ending of the original show was so bad
0: yeah
2: if you're gonna remake how i met your mother into how i met your father you have to make sure that the ending is really disappointing and shitty
0: (laughs) if it's more than one season i i'll be very surprised like i can't imagine that this has it it does well because it it's like formatted like a network tv show but it's buried on hulu it makes zero sense to me uh, why they...
1: It, it it was on my front page of Hulu, I will say. I scrolled right past it. But again, right like, in it,
0: terms but... of... It feels like the target audience is, of course, fans of How I Met Your Mother. But it, I feel like this is a show that if it, it would be somewhat successful if it was on like CBS, yeah. like the initial show was. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's... I mean, Hulu, I guess maybe I'm just... I, I have this mindset that Hulu is for maybe more sophisticated people you know not not people who are watching cable tv yeah so i i yeah i don't know if that's the right way to to phrase that but no i i think it's really bad wait are I, you guys
2: I, are you guys logging on to hulu.com and looking at what it's like recommending for you
1: no i just i saw it when i was going to watch something else. yeah well because yeah. it just came I out, much out never I know, ever ago. do
2: that like i almost always know what i want to watch when i usually the reason i'm on a particular like platform is because it's got the thing i'm intending to watch
0: yeah and i intended to watch how i met your mother because i I mean i've talked about it in the past i was a huge fan of the original show um i was hopeful that this one would be good and it's just i'm disappointed and like this last episode it might be my breaking point i don't know if i i feel like i'm gonna keep watching it because i'm like sucked in but it's more like hate watching it at this point
1: are they releasing week to week
0: yeah, it's week to week.
1: That it sucks. Okay. Uh, ins- what,
0: you can't even <laughs> the, binge it.
1: What are they doing?
0: I don't know. It's 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 awful. Um, well,
1: hold on. are you guys just anti week to week? No, pl- like for format? this show, I
2: think no. The, okay. for
0: this you show.
1: have to put this out so people can binge it because I think people are mm. going to lose interest.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's just I don't know. It's just not. It's not good. Like the it's corny is a big issue. Well, the original I mean, show is also corny. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it, it just it, it just seems ridiculous to basically. Do the show from 15 years ago today.
2: The original show did have a lot of ger- of great stuff, though, I will say. Like it did. It, it has a similar level collapse as Game of Thrones, um, where it's like, oh my gosh, I, I almost wish the I didn't watch this was, at all. Yeah. But there's a like the lawyered was good. Like there was a certain time in my life where I really appreciated the sentiment of like uh it was legend, wait for it, dairy. Now I think that's incredibly cringe. Don't ever say that. But back then it was kind of cool. Okay, yeah like um and the uh instead of smoking weed they would eat sandwiches yeah like, there was yeah. a lot of like jokes that that show did that were hilarious um but uh, yeah i mean so i don't want us to just be completely negative about that show there was a time in my life where i really did like how I, went, how I met your mother
1: there was a span of like two months that i was really into it because before the last season came out my uh someone i knew in college was like this show is so good. And I binge watched all of it in like two months. And then I watched the last season live week to week. Uh, and I really enjoyed What was it? Nine seasons total. Yeah. I really enjoyed eight seasons of it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one was, was atrocious. It was terrible. And especially the last episode was so bad. Um, but I also don't like the person who introduced me to it now. So it, that has kind of soured it a little bit extra for me too.
0: And that's that's happened for a few things with you that's yes. not the first time I've heard that. I, yes. <laughs> I don't think it's even the first time you said that on the podcast. Probably
4: Do we so. not. Do we need to know the story of why you don't like this? Oh, no, How did you meet, meet that person? <laughs> uh, I lived
1: with them. I lived okay. with them, and then I didn't live with them. And then I lived with them again, and that's where things went Oh. South. Okay. Where it
2: turns out that you actually never was... stopped living with them. They you told them to move out. They said, okay. And then you found them. Uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, they were still living with me in my head. I just said, no. <laughs> yeah. Rent free. Yeah. yeah. It was just like there were a lot of little things that I didn't really that I like look past when we lived together. And then and then when we lived together the second time, I was like, I don't know, I guess I'd raised my standards. I'd lived alone mm-hmm. for a little bit. And so after living alone for a little bit, I was like, oh, I miss this person not being here. Uh, and a lot of stuff happened is a whole thing, but yeah, I, you know, they, they loved how I met your mother. And so sometimes, you know, you mention you mention specific jokes, like, uh, like lawyered and stuff. It's like, I hear that person saying it in my head. i like, I don't need you in my head. Get out sick of you.
0: You used to say boats, boats, boats a lot too.
1: <laughs> I used to say a lot of things. Yeah. Biscuits. Uh, I said yeah. biscuits again the other day for the first time in a while. It felt weird.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, uh, we didn't talk about this on the Tales of Nashua, but we talked about Brian's birthday senior year, Kenny's birthday senior year. Brian and I both brought <laughs> biscuits for, for Kenny as a, as a gift, except yeah, he bought KFC biscuits, right? And yeah. I bought like a Pillsbury biscuit. Right.
4: Yeah, Co- Corey and I, what's so funny is that we talked about the idea of getting biscuits, but we didn't actually say that's what we we're going to get. And that's what okay, I didn't that. know that we even talked about it. We yeah. talked about it, but we didn't actually say, oh, I'm going to get biscuits. Where are you going to get? It wasn't like that. We was just like, hey, where wh- are you going to get for Kenny for his birthday? Like, oh, biscuits? That could be a good idea. Like, oh, yeah, I love the KFC ones, and that's why I bought that's why, I- <laughs> But <laughs> before I went to Kenny's house, uh, right before I went to Kenny's house, I got uh, went to KFC and bought the giant, <laughs> large uh, bucket of biscuits.
0: Have you ever biscuits. been to Bojangles? I didn't,
4: Brian. I don't, Is that a Southern I, no. thing? I have not been. Yeah,
0: there yeah. Their biscuits are a million times better than KFCs. Would you agree, Ben?
2: Yeah, they've got, I mean, they're definitely pretty good. I don't know if I would put my like any money on it, uh, but you got, I like Do you guys biscuits.
4: remember the uh, restaurant Red Lobster? It used to be in the- <laughs> I've well, never
0: been to a Red Lobster, okay, but yeah, okay, I'm so, familiar with it.
4: So for Corey and Kenny, you, you guys obviously know where Smokey Bones is the mm-hmm. red lobster used to be at that location and then closed yes. down for a smoky bones and i remember when i went there when i was a lot younger the food was whatever but the biscuits were amazing there
0: that's what i've always heard as yeah. the cheddar biscuits yep b- cheddar bay biscuits or whatever mm-hmm. they call them ben have yep. you been to a red lobster before no no i mean okay. i know about well, like, them but at least more i've seen here. them out there but yeah i definitely
2: yeah. have not been to one
0: yeah, I mean I feel like having a red lobster in New England is like having like an outback in Australia. It's just like <laughs> it's just not yeah. going to work, you know, like you can get maybe that's not an accurate one. No, let me let me rephrase what? that no. because no, Well, no, Outback no, isn't gonna... necessarily I Australian. That's spot food. on.
1: That's a good analogy. Don't yeah. follow up. Don't follow up.
0: No, okay. no, you 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 aced it the first. time. That was the first one that came to mind. No, so. that's
2: part. You hit it yeah. on the head. You that's
4: yeah. a great right. job, Corey. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. think people from Australia would love a signature sirloin at the barbie. I don't think <laughs> they they're... probably wouldn't love that accent either.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um, I was looking looking for this, so. Uh, my, in addition to like getting Kenny biscuits, I, I assume I got you something else like a more legitimate birthday gift, but oh. I, um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was just <laughs> looking at the bag that I made for him. Um, so it was, it was a Hollister <laughs> bag with like a male model shirtless at a beach. And, um, I mean, it you know, bad radio, but Ben, if you're, if you're interested, what I did was I left the H, but I just put Happy birthday in like a similar font to Hollister. And I made it, um, you know, more, more child friendly by putting pics of Kenny from graduation and some other time over the man's nipples. <laughs> nice. uh, unless something has
1: changed recently. That bag is still in my parents' basement.
0: Good. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Um,
4: <laughs> Kenny, did you ever, uh, hang up that? Uh, that so the other gift I got, Kenny that day with not just the kfc biscuits but i also got him a poster and it was this giant friends poster uh of of everyone on the show yeah did you, did you ever I, hang that poster up i
1: did i had a, i had quite a few posters in my in freshman year in college uh i had uh i had that one i had a spider-man one i had one of uh sheldon saying bazinga from the big bang theory i'm not <laughs> proud of all of these posters well i um,
4: i specifically <laughs> bought that one because during that time you you would always tweet or post stuff about oh look at me with all my friends and then it's just (laughs) the the friends cast and then like maybe you on the side (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i i did i put that up uh in in my freshman year but most of my most of the posters didn't make it past freshman year i think uh and i remember being ridiculed my sophomore year when i lived alone someone came to visit my apartment and told me i lived in a prison cell because i had nothing on the walls and i was like i I don't need anything i'm living here for like four months it's fine
2: yeah, I um I actually intentionally have nothing on the walls in my bedroom because I live by myself in a two bedroom apartment and that room is just for sleeping. So, there's That's, no yeah, reason to sense. have Yeah, I'd get distracted if I had like a really hilarious Bazinga poster on the wall. I'd spend <laughs> the whole night chuckling, you know, about how funny that show is and not sleeping. I often did yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i um so i I used to live with a roommate, and he moved out, so I just kept the two bedroom apartment to myself, and I moved my bed into his old room because in my room i'm I'm in now it's my office, my podcast, workroom, it has four windows. his room only has one window, and he has blackout curtains on it so I was like, oh, it'll be way easier to sleep in there because I won't get woken up early on a Saturday morning by the sun and I like I put a couple of not posters but like I have a lot of like pictures like frame stuff I moved a couple things in there just to kind of have something on the wall but I also have um so it was a Steelers Heinz Field puzzle that my mom got me during the pandemic like early days May 2020 I finally decided to do the puzzle in February 2021 and I like shortly after doing it um Like the the puzzle glue, I can't remember the the word for it, but I made it so I could frame it. And then I just, I I was lazy when it came to buying a frame. And finally, my mom bought a frame for me in October, 2021. So this was six months after, no, eight months after the puzzle. And I I put it in the frame, had some friends over help me do it. And I just threw it on the floor. And it's just been sitting on my bedroom floor four months later. And I don't know if it's ever going to go up on the wall.
1: I don't really get framing puzzles. Like if I if I want to if I want that I would just want the picture that the puzzle is of. Like a puzzle is, it's just a it's just a bad picture. One hundred times more work.
0: I just didn't know what to do with it. Like they're fun to
1: put together to me, but like when when it's done and you look at it, it's like, well, this is ugly. It's cut into a bunch of little pieces.
0: It is, but like, what what am I supposed to do? Just put it back in the box and throw it away?
1: Well, that's why, that's why. you yeah yeah I guess you put it back in the box. Give it to someone else. They can do it. Trade puzzle. <laughs> yeah, do you want puzzle trading? It's so too late at this point. Idea. It's glued it probably together. already If it doesn't cut this, because I'll make it. Okay.
0: Have you have you heard of a clear puzzle? I heard of that the other day. No. Oh my that gosh. Sounds that sounds horrible. unbearable.
2: Um. Hold up. Yeah, I got a always... sports thing uh-huh. for you guys. This is sports. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is a clip from. Uh. I think this is may uh 2020 it may it might have been april 2020 and it's when um dr fauci is first getting introduced to like the press pool when trump was uh like doing his daily press briefings about covid and listen to what he says about anthony fauci's sports career wait for it he's about to get closer to the mic
3: he was a great basketball player. Did anybody know that? He was a little on the short side for the NBA, but he was talented. He he won a game. I read this story. He won a game that was unwinnable against a great team. And his whole team said, we can't beat this team. And he went in. They won the game, right? That was a couple of years ago. But a few years ago. The head never changes. <laughs> the attitude. Never
4: changes. Pretty
2: what? epic, you guys. Wow. Yeah. You guys, I <laughs> mean, Anthony Fauci, who is a great basketball player, and he won a game. This is true that they said was unwinnable. Even his teammates said they couldn't win this game. Anthony Fauci went in there and he won the game. That's, you know, you can have your love him or hate him, okay? Anthony Fauci at this point, we've I been mean, in this pandemic for a long time. Love him or hate him, he was a great basketball player.
0: I don't know how I I didn't know that having seen that clip. <laughs> I think it was like also perfectly done, where it's like very vague and unspecific <laughs> in the way yeah. he's talking about it.
1: Well, that's everything he says.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is <was> like <laughs> a lot of people are saying,
2: "What's vague <laughs> about a game that was unwinnable and
0: he won it <laughs> against against another team? Like no, no details. <laughs> this is a couple of years ago too. Which like yeah, a few years ago. Uh. Like when was this? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's uh, that's some uh. good stuff. Yeah.
4: I nice. just reading a random That's... article. It says uh let's see. 62 years ago Anthony Fauci took his high school's 1 and 16 team onto Walsh's court and won. How did that happen? Wow.
2: Wow. So th- that was see Trump said the exact same thing in just two different words.
1: I <laughs> <Alex> like <laughs> Trump's better.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I guess yeah, 1 and 16. I, Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay. So, if we had to do a fantasy draft for the NBA, but we're only taking epidemiologists, does Anthony Fauci go first overall? Yes or no?
1: Does Donald Trump right now? Does who? Donald Trump. He's an epidemiologist now, right? He should have been. (laughs) He is taller than Fauci. He
4: he should have been the celebrity game. Uh, I, I, I I had to get an accurate scouting report on the guy. You know, because I got to feel informed when I talk about sports, right? Right. (laughs) I don't have a scouting report on Anthony Fauci other than other people's opinions.
0: So are we drafting like 20-year-old Anthony Fauci or 80-year-old Anthony Fauci?
2: Yeah, let's go with prime Anthony Fauci.
0: Prime Anthony Fauci. Okay, so prime Anthony Fauci. I'm taking him number one overall. Otherwise, if we have to do epidemiologists these days, I'll probably take Joe Rogan number one because he's, he's young and <laughs> <God>. he's <laughs> he's got the size. I think most of the epidemiologists have been around for a while, and you know I don't want them to fall apart on the court. So,
2: <laughs> and then that's it. The rest of the teams they don't take anybody
0: because none of the other epidemiologists other- yeah, play basketball. Yeah, he's the only one yeah. that matters, right?
1: <laughs> I think like Cole Beasley knows a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's actually number two overall pick um all right yeah i think we're uh, i mean i i did have a few other topics written down um kenny are you excited for pokemon scarlet and violet i saw today there's oh a new God. pokemon called oh, weed no, cat okay no i'm not so, donald duck is a pokemon d- okay the duck is
1: terrible they're all terrible they're all terrible uh in my opinion so i was in a discord call with people earlier and when we found out about the pokemon and two of us were saying the only one that is decent is the fire one i don't know what it is supposed to be it looks like an apple or something spicy
0: apple okay yeah
1: yeah, okay and then the other two were like no they're all terrible except for the duck i was like i don't understand how you guys think the (laughs) everyone agrees the cat is awful everyone agrees the cat is terrible um but no i'm not they're they all look bad they all look bad pokemon Game Freak really figured out how to double the price of their game without increasing any sort of production cost or production value by just putting on a new system, not making it look good, cutting the Pokemon. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm very upset with Pokemon. Uh, I, w- I will only be buying one of those two games. Thank you very much. Nice <laughs> try, Game Freak. Nice <laughs> Do you normally idea? buy both? I used to when they were $30 yeah, so. and, you know, worth
0: like, it. Like the Dude, what are you talking game about? Boys. This is
2: epic. We've got Green Cat... Then we've got we um like Big Hair Dude Duck and dial, but he's red.
1: <laughs> this, OK, I mean, it's also like like the first forms, you know, they are what they are. Maybe they'll get better. Spicy Apple, I think, is the best one so far. Personally, Uh, the, the duck is the duck is terrible, but I think I think that they all have potential to be better. But I don't have a lot of confidence based on what I've seen in years past, I would say.
0: I haven't played a new Pokemon game in like 15 years, so I can't really speak to the years past one unless we're going back to like the Ruby Sapphire Emerald days.
1: Well, yeah, they were good then. They were, I mean, some of the Pokemon designs are still okay, but these ones, these ones I don't love. Uh, Sword and Shield, I skipped them because they cut the Pokemon and they were like, oh, well, we're skipping, we're cutting some Pokemon so we can focus on other things. And then the game looked terrible.
0: Wait, what do you mean? They cut Pokemon.
1: They're not in the game. There are like 800 what? Pokemon or something. There are like 400 in the game. Um, and it's not like, oh, you can't find them in the wild. That's fine. You can't transfer them. You can't transfer them over, which is insane. And so I got upset and I boycott, boycotted it. And clearly I had a I had a very strong impact on them because this is the third Pokemon game that's coming out in like 12 months. So they're really Wait, struggling. Really? Well, not quite, because it's not coming out till the end of the year. But in the last... The, the Pokemon diamond and pearl remakes came out in like October or something. And then Pokemon legends Arceus Arceus came out last month or this month.
0: Is that like, like a different game? It's not like a, it's slightly different.
1: It's like, uh, I don't know if it's considered main series. It's not, it's not, it's just one game. So I think it's not like technically main series. It's not, you know, sword and shield, diamond and pearl, uh, scarlet and violet, um, so I, but it, so it's kind of a spin-off thing but it just the the Sword and Shield cutting all the Pokémon and then making the game look bad really got to me. Just uh, uh, all they have to do. All they have to do is put all the Pokémon in the game. Like such a bare, bare minimum. I don't care if the game looks bad. I don't care if the game looks bad. Just put all the Pokémon in and I'll buy it for $60, which is insane. But they're not going to do that and I'm still going to buy it for $60 because because I tried to stick it to the man and and the man said okay. So, I guess I give up. I guess I give up. Anyway, uh, no, I'm not excited. <laughs> okay. Um.
0: <laughs> uh, so I I was actually just looking on the the Twitter trends to see, um, you know, if there was more to the Pokemon stuff because that was, that was how I found out about it, like right before we got on, and um, and in, instead the the top trend personalized for me is Caitlin Clark. I don't know Benner Brian. I assume Kenny doesn't know about don't know who that is. her. She's um she's like the Jimmer Fridette of women's college basketball. Oh, either I, I love Yeah
4: wait Jimmer what? Fredette. So <laughs> so if that's the case then yeah uh whoever she is
0: I'm a fan That She's incredible. Like she like I don't pulls think up anyone the the logo regularly. About, no Brian does. Oh you yeah, do I Brian gets the Fr- concept I
4: know who Jimmer Fridette I thought you were yeah, yeah, I thought I you don't, don't know joking. who she is
3: but Okay so Jimmer she
0: she plays for Iowa and she's like, every time I see videos of her, it's her just knocking down threes from like thirty-five feet from the basket. She, it's incredible. And um, I, I went with Steph and Corey uh, for my Instagram caption, which was an ode to Ben. Um, he's not even paying attention here.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my Twitter. I never look at the Explore page on Twitter, and it's just absolute garbage on this.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I, I used Stephen Corey. That was a nickname that Ben gave me in college. but part of me was like thinking I might give a little Caitlin Clark reference on my deep three-pointer, but I didn't go with that, but just you know throwing it out there now that I see her. Her Corey, you,
1: you value social media so much more than I do. Like hearing, I think it was on the last the last episode of He's Done It, you were saying you almost recorded on a different night because you had to post your wedding <laughs> pictures. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. No, oh, I know.
0: No, so, okay. I've actually had this thought a while. And, like Ben and I have had conversations about Instagram stories in the past. So, I mean, Ben has been a, he's been an Instagram over Snapchat guy for years now. And it, it's taken me a long time to finally be like, I don't care that Snapchat invented the concept of a story like they're, they're past their prime. We need to move <laughs> on to others. And I, I do want to get more in Instagram stories. Because Ben always calls me out for posting stuff on Snapchat story. I'd be like, oh, too bad no one's going to see this.
2: Yeah, well, I used to do that. But now I don't even see your Snapchat stories because <laughs> I'm not even going on there to troll you. So I, I just never. Yeah. To me, Snapchat is like a picture or video voicemail where you can send me one and I might check it. In a few days, and if it's still worth replying to at that point, then I will. But it definitely won't. So I just I'm completely I, I barely even have Snapchat at
0: all at this point.
1: Well, yeah, you might as well just send the picture or video to you at that point. Like it's not you can easily do like that in a the message. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I have a 1,538 day Snapchat streak, and that's really the biggest thing. That, really, I yeah. I thought
1: every I didn't think there were any active Snapchat streaks left in the world.
2: Yeah, Corey, when's the wedding?
3: <laughs> <I'm dumb.
0: laughs> <That's the thing. laughs> no i mean it was uh, yeah no, it's not a thing but yeah it's uh that's think, that's the biggest thing keeping me going on it at i this think point.
1: franz and i had over 2000 at one point but it's wow. long dead that was over 2000 days ago now probably and i, know, I, I mean
0: 1500 days this is going back to november 2017 so
1: now, are you just sending like a, a selfie with nothing on it to keep? It no, alive? we have conversations. Okay, like, cause, yeah, no, that's that's you know, it's all it stupid is, yeah. and worthless. But you know, that's better.
0: Yeah, no, it's we it's not a streak just for the sake of having a streak. It's a we only talk to each other on Snapchat, and it's weird to text each other sometimes. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> we only talk to each other on <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Before, yeah,
4: you're my most recent uh, Snapchat. Yeah, I'm I know sure you ignored
0: you, me. You, I was you, like.
4: Oh, no, it was great. Yeah, but what am I supposed to say? Like, take a selfie? Like, great. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge that you're happy that your character on my MLB 21, the show game, hit a huge home run in the bottom of the ninth inning against the Yankees to avoid help avoid a sweep.
3: I
4: think that, oh, there we go.
0: Now you're typing. Yeah,
4: just acknowledged it. Great.
0: <laughs> I'm on a
2: uh, seven-day streak on Duolingo, you guys. Ooh, so, nice, what's that language spanish Wait, what is, i'm getting ready what to go it? to uh mexico in may so i gotta sharpen up my necesito practicar espanol si si what is duolingo
1: tengo un streak de uh y dias
2: que bueno en espanol si si Okay, bueno. Wait, really, no. what is this? You're really consistent, K- Kenny. You're. I, uh, I'm actually surprised it's not longer because <laughs> this yeah, is the type of thing that it. rewards. I just got right back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah I know. Um, uh, Corey
2: Duolingo recording. is yeah. It's a it's a free language app, and you can like do drills to like practice or just learn a language.
0: So does this, like a 17 day streak mean that you've just been on it 17 times and? Done like a, like a, I don't know. I I don't know much about the app. Well, it, I, the um, lessons
2: don't take very long, so maintaining a streak. Like sometimes I'm lesson, just like, okay. yeah, I'm like, oh, I I I need to do one. To, I actually just got the notification right now. They're like, hey, don't forget about your streak, and so I'll do a few and uh right like or at least one
1: (laughs) they're so short so like i have the ability i can't do the speaking and listening at work but i can do the the like reading and, and writing stuff at work because i can access it on my computer so sometimes i'll do that like i'll do a lot of them in a day but they take like two minutes and you you can just do one and that'll keep the streak alive
0: yeah i lost my streak on a daily themed crosswords app i've been i've been pretty pretty bad with it lately
1: wait can we talk about can we talk about a streak that I'm actually really devastated about losing? Sure. It's Wordle. Is it Wordle? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I Wait, lost, like you lost? I lost. I lost it. Oh, no. It was it was I don't remember my starting word, but it was it was the one it was swill was the word. And mm. I got I had like s blank so I knew there was an L and then I was trying to see I've, I essentially got S blank, I, L, oh, I have it here, I have it here. A, okay, so I said slain, so I knew there was an S, L, I, then I said sidle, so I got the L in the right place, and then I put st- I put still, okay, and I was going to put stilt, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, I think that the double L is more likely than the L, T, so let me put still, S blank, I, L, L, I was like, oh, okay, I was between still and spill, so it must be spill, no, and I was like, okay, oh, I didn't even notice the K, yeah, it's skill, and then that wasn't it. And I was like, uh-oh, I have one word left. And I was like, okay, it's probably swill. And then I looked at the keyboard and saw an H. And I was like, shill is a word. And I, and I second-guessed myself because I was going to put swill. But I put shill and I lost. And this was a few days ago now. But my streak was yeah. ruined. I ca- what kind of loser hasn't gotten every single wordle since they started? That's, me. that's disappointing. it's just me.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I, I do remember one of them went to the last word for me. Uh, I don't think it was swill. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't lost. I came close.
4: I haven't lost once yet, but I have gotten to the sixth, uh, sixth chance, the last chance
1: three times. Th- I'm three times on that as well. Ben, you
2: a wordle guy? Nope. It is the third entry I have on Twitter for muted words. And I've only <laughs> had to mute words. And Corey, you'll love this. My other ones are. Bachelor and hashtag the bachelor <laughs> so <laughs> that so i've wow. I've muted through those three things: Bachelor, the Bachelor, and wordle uh yeah, and it's and I don't even have anything against the game. I've actually never played it. I just got tired of hearing everybody talk about it, and I just went I just decided I didn't want to hear about it anymore.
0: Is there a Spanish version of Wordle that might be they're probably to learn yeah There's actually that, that could wordle be good.
2: Variants. Yeah, I could I could definitely practice my Spanish, but I would hope that i show some restraint and not try to tell literally everyone that would listen to me about how I did that day and the day after that and the day after that, especially once I found out that everyone always wins anyways. It's like, this isn't even an accomplishment. You're just, guess what? I wiped my butt today. Good job. Thanks for telling me. I would be surprised if you did Sometimes
1: it's a hard word. Sometimes
2: it's hard to wipe. Sometimes I don't get it all, you know, so...
0: <laughs> well that's why you have a bidet
2: <laughs> exactly which is a whole different conversation this doesn't really work with my analogy because the bidet i guess would be what just doing a real co- crossword puzzle but
0: <laughs> it, what's a real crossword puzzle i don't know so, like one where it's more than oh, just one word you found one
1: yeah i've sent spanish wordle to our group message
2: un Perfect. juego de palabras diario
0: but what does um, that mean
2: i think that means Can uh, you translate that a, a daily word game I think Diario means daily. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the actual tagline of Wordle. So daily, I yes, I guess got it. So. it. Pow. Yeah, because yeah, Dia is day.
2: That's correct.
0: Yeah, I got a, I got an A plus in Spanish one in eighth grade. Thought I was gonna be fluent in the language. Didn't. Yeah, never that's happen. that's what happened to me. Went and downhill then, from there. When
1: I got to Spanish three. Spanish 2, I had a teacher who didn't really teach us very well. <laughs> he was a lot of fun, but he, like, didn't really care, it seemed.
4: Oh, he Spa- was my Spanish 3, yeah, Spanish 3 right. teacher. He, like, I
1: like him, but I was like, I was like, this class is fun, and then I got to Spanish 3, and I was like, oh, right, this is, like, a real thing I'm supposed to learn, That's this is never going to happen. And now I've been on and off with it for, what, 15 years?
0: Close to it. Something like that, yeah. So I
1: don't know enough Spanish words to play this game. <laughs>
0: My first guess would be That would be one where it's actually impressive if you get it What would be your first guess? Bueno Bueno, I said baños (laughs) Hasta was the first word that came to my mind So Do we want to say hasta luego At this point? It's not either of those
2: words for sure Sure Corey, that sounds good to me Yeah,
0: I feel like we're I mean we've gone longer than I expected to no, i think we got I, a some I, I good nfl go conversation <laughs> yeah which i mean that's fair no it's fun like i enjoy talking with you guys uh, i think that this is really the only format we can have with four of us because if we tried to do like a scripted thing with the top five and everything it would just it would take forever like every other time we have kenny on so uh i appreciate you guys doing this again it's basically just c team show affable chat off scripts on he's done it so, definitely check out their podcast. Yeah, you know, Space we, Jam 2 episode.
2: Just search Apple Chat Space Jam 2, easy.
0: Yep. And I mean, actually no. I'll I'll let that be a surprise. But uh what? <laughs> no, I was going to I was going to say say something about I I was I was going to give you an opportunity to talk about some of your um future work that you have lined up, but
2: I mean, can- yeah, uh, new movies all the time. Citizen Kane, Palm Springs is coming up, Predators is coming up. Uh, we've got Shaun of the Dead queued up. We got, uh, you know, great movies out there and a huge backlog of other movies. So just search Apple Chat in the name of one of your favorite movies. And, well, there's a actually very small chance that we'll have done it since there's a lot of movies. But you can try.
1: You can also hear Benjamin on The C-Team, uh, episode Seventy nine, titled "Becoming a Bear and Working for Charmin." Uh, if you want to hear that, it's a great
2: episode. Great episode, and man, <laughs> was, there's many other awesome. great episodes of the C Team uh, that you should definitely. Check
0: oh, out. I totally forgot to say, Ben was convinced that Kenny and I were cousins until
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Kind of with that too.
2: <laughs> I'm really yeah. devastated to find out. I mean, the the your family's stock just went, like took a major hit when it turns out <laughs> that the Kenny connection was fraudulent.
0: Yeah. No, that that I, I still think it's so cool that, that um you went on Kenny's podcast. I I think it's 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 fun kind of using this as a way to bring people together. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean at this point know. in my podcasting career, that's like definitely been the best part is making mm-hmm. connections with people that otherwise I never would have because of podcasting. So I mean, um I don't think I would know Brian at all if it wasn't for this podcast. And uh I definitely wouldn't know Kenny. If he wasn't out there chopping it up on the C Team podcast, so uh, it's it's good stuff,
0: for sure. Thank yeah. you. I solved no, I the wordle,
1: the Espanol wordle, by the way. What was it? Uh, fuego.
0: Oh, oh, wait, luego was caliente. Close. Was, caliente. Luego, I put
1: luego and I got, and it was one letter off. Bueno, yeah.
2: Damn, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: Nice, very, very proud of you. So. All right, that'll do it for this episode of He's Done It. Brian and I will kind of go back to our regularly scheduled sports programming in future episodes. And one of my goals for Season 5 is to have guests on somewhat regularly. We'll see how that goes. This definitely better not be the last time Kenny and Ben are on. Uh, Maybe not together, but separately. Uh, So, love to have you guys back. Uh, Anyway, for... Our guest hosts Kenny Cashman, Benjamin Carlson, my regular co-host Brian Wells. I'm Hotney. Thanks, everyone.